1: I don't respect anyone's baseball acumen. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score Nord Studios. TCL, America's fastest-growing TV brand. One, two, three,
2: it's Mackie and Judd with Rami. With
3: Rami.
1: All right, let's, let's open up the vent lines again here. Twins Vent Line, 651-646-8255. Judd's got a vent we're going to get to. That had nothing to do with the bullpen meltdown, but we'll we'll get to that. We got the Buxton update too. Don't forget about that. Actually, let's do that first here. What is the Buxton update? So the Buxton update
0: was before yesterday's game, Baldelli said that he was gonna that um Buxton was gonna get tests for concussion like symptoms and he was put on the seven day concussion list. On um, so that would have been Tuesday. This morning Bro- Rocco was asked in his, the pregame again about it, and he said, actually, uh, Byron didn't get the test that we expected, which to me sort of might go down the path of he he just w- was not at a place to do those tests yet, because I think I think those tests can be a bit stressful, and, and if you're dealing with a concussion, it's probably very difficult. So supposedly, according to Rocco, who did not say that last part, by the way, uh, Byron was going to get the tests uh, today instead, but he also, uh, it was asked if Byron was at the game last night, because he wasn't seen in the dugout, and Rocco volunteered up that he was sent home at some point, and that they didn't see a real reason to keep him there because he he obviously is on the IL; he's not going to play. That sort of scares me though, because that's the Mauer thing of if you've got a concussion, lights not good, right? The, the bright the bright
1: lights are yeah bad
4: for
0: Exa- you. So so mm-hmm. this all just if if this poor team hadn't been through through so many concussions with high-profile players, I'd be like, "Ah, who? you know, it might not be that big a deal. Yeah, But it makes you think back to Morneau. It makes you think back to Maurer. And um, so we'll see. But I I would expect that this is going to be definitely more than, than seven days, that they're going to be extremely cautious here. And the one thing that I think scares me the most personally is that if you go back to that game that we talked about, I think, on the show yesterday, the 2014 game in New Britain, Byron Buxton collided with Kwaśnicka playing double A in right center field and was knocked unconscious. So out cold 10 minutes. That's a big deal concussion. And every subsequent concussion mm-hmm. after that one is a big deal. So so there's no like ah this is completely separate. I think we know enough about concussions by now to know that they are are definitely can be tied together. So the fact that he suffered what could be considered in 2014 a major concussion and now is dealing with one again And they do. They just say concussion like symptoms now, but that's the scary thing to me.
1: Can never just be easy. Can never just be that, Oh, Buxton's healthy finally for a full season, and they.
0: And this one's so frustrating to me because I'll say it again.
1: I don't know what to do. Yeah. Well, let's go to the Twins vent lines here. We've been uh, we've been taking feedback on on Twitter at Rami is tweeting at Phil Mackey at Jay Zolgad at Score North. And via the phone lines, because the twins took a one run lead late into the game and lost fourteen to four and had a position player pitching at the end of the game that's how today went. It's the first time all year they've lost three games in a row, and the division lead could even dwindle to what five four to four if the Indians win tonight it's four, four and a half right now it's four yeah if,
3: if t- it's four right now, isn't it? Or no, you're right. It's, it's four and, and half. a half right now. Yeah, yeah it'll right. be four if Cleveland yeah. wins.
1: All right, let's go to Butch in St. Paul. You're on Twins Vent Line with Mackie and Judd Rami.
2: Yeah, hey guys. Um, as far as Trevor May goes, I just don't think he's very smart in his decision makings on the mound. I mean, come on he was he was in the same position three days ago and he failed, and he does the same thing. He's what's he's just not very smart. Memo to Romney: Romney, mm-hmm. uh, we're. I mean, Good we're memo. not just looking at these two games and commenting on them, but it's a trend. Last month, at some point, we were up ten or eleven games on Cleveland. After they thumped Detroit tonight, it's going to be four or four and a half games. That's a trend going the wrong way. Did you think obviously. it was going to
3: stay at eleven games all season? No.
2: No, but did you think it was gonna drop down to three or four?
3: Yeah, I thought this was a possibility. When I said cut well, the brakes, I knew this was a possibility. I knew this was a likelihood.
2: I I guess my whole point on that is it it, it felt like we took the gas we, we took our foot off the pedal. We felt like, you know, I kept hearing oh we got this big lead. We don't have to rush into making any trades. We don't need to you know, we can keep Sano in the lineup batting one ninety five, no big deal, we got a ten gain lead, and it's just, I, I I wish we had the mindset of New York or Boston, where you go out and you make things happen, you make trades, you get people, that's why they're perennial winners. I mean, they, they don't wait around to, if you get into a bidding war at the end of the month for a reliever.
1: Well, I, out of everything he just said, what I will pick out and agree with is, it's time to make a trade. And I've been saying that. Make a trade.
3: But I'm not, I am not. I wasn't saying that to hold off the Indians. They don't need to make a trade to hold off the Indians. This team, as stands today, will win the division if they don't make any trades. They won't go much farther than that. When I say make a trade, I'm talking about putting yourself in a better position for September and October. I'm not worried about the division at all, guys. Zero concern about winning this division.
1: Back to the Vent lines here. 651-646-8255. Howie in St. Louis Park. The floor is yours.
5: Yeah, so I'm, I'm talking to Judd right now. Hi, Howie. The Vikings are, when the Vikings are playing the Saints in the playoff game a couple years ago, and they're winning 17 to nothing, were you sitting there and saying, "I hope this game becomes close so we can have a good game"? And <laughs> tomorrow? You know what?
0: I, I hate to admit this. The second half was fantastic because Drew Brees played so well. That is as far as covering that game. It was a thrill to see what the Saints did.
5: Would you not rather that they... I mean, obviously, it turned out well. For them. Imagine they don't get yeah. a miracle pass. though. Then they sit there and they lose the game 24-23. So so, over here, the same thing. Would you not rather them just cruise to a 15-game division lead and win the division easily instead of having to have some heartbreak at the end, possibly, and maybe a thrill at the end? But we don't know what's going to happen, so I'd rather just to the division win. You know
1: what? I'm going to That's uh, what makes sports great. Two questions kind of from both those last two callers. I just want to give an answer to because it seems like the theme is did you guys really think that this was going to go down from 11 and a half down to like four games? I would have said 100% no. Really? I never I never thought I never thought especially this quickly. I never thought they'd go all the way down to like four. I thought, yeah, I might get to like like six wasn't that shocking. I mean, it was it happened in a two week stretch? I didn't think they were going to have this type of a drop from eleven and a half, or like a seven game chunk out of their lead in a two or three week stretch.
3: I mean, it happened fast. But if if you had if you had laid out the schedule in front of me, I didn't look at the Indian schedule that in all that much detail. But if you had laid out the two schedules in front of me and throw in the circumstances of a 17-inning game, an 18-inning game, a 12-inning game, a whole bunch of injuries, I would have said, yeah, what happened makes complete and total sense. Again, though, it's what we see. And when they got guys injured
0: and when they play good teams and lose, that stuff happens, and that, to me, is what makes sports fun. You know what? The Saints came back. That was Drew Brees. That was Drew. Even if you're a Viking fan, you have to appreciate Drew Brees. But what frustrates me about the last two days is it's like the Twins went to Cleveland, went two or three, and are like, that's fantastic, we did a great job, and then you play the bleeping Mets like this? That's my frustration. My frustration is not a a totality of the last couple months because things have happened and they have played some good teams, and guess what? Cleveland got really hot, played really well, good for them. My frustration is watching the BS that
1: they put out on the field the last two days and knowing how
0: avoidable that
1: was. Six five one six four six eight two five five. Mike in Burnsville, you're on Twins Vent Line.
2: I, I'm going to use my memory recollection to uh, hopefully uh, be right here. But Rami, have you yes. ever seen the movie Speed?
3: Yes, I have.
2: What happened to that bus at the end when they figured they didn't need their brakes anymore?
3: I honestly don't remember. I think it
2: exploded at the airport. Probably it does it blow. Probably did. And this thing might blow up, but in October. And numbers, here's why there's not one single sports fan. I'm 54 years old, so, yeah, I know. The the four, major, old sports, old the four <laughs> major sports teams have had about, you know, if you don't include the Vikings when um, they won the, the uh, NFL championship, have had about 186 seasons, and there's been two championships. And do you know... Doesn't that tell you why we still have all the brakes on our vehicles?
3: I mean, you can be apprehensive if you want. This isn't that team. But we have, but we've blown up too. I understand. I mean, look at some of those Vikings losses. I know history affects your mindset. I get it. I understand why you feel this way. I'm just telling you that's not happening this time. It's not. Right, but you're you're still
0: going small picture, which is AL Central, and our sites are set on right. fa- no, no, our no, no, far no, no. more. So we need to not be concerned about that and be concerned about the next step, which is playoff success.
3: When I'm saying what I'm saying today... I'm just trying to put out the fire of the panic of people who think that the division is in jeopardy. I stand by what I've been saying for almost a month, which is that there is urgency to make a move to put yourself in better position for September and October. I will
0: bet you that the right things are going right now before this this season is done, and this is not on who's going to win the
3: AL Central ultimately, but I will bet you $5 right now that at some point Cleveland passes them. I wouldn't be surprised if that happens, so I'm not going to bet you on that. When I, said they'd win, for sure. when I said they'd win the division, when I said that at the start of June, when they had an 11-game lead, I knew then and there that the Indians might pass them at some time. All I was saying was that the Indians aren't going to play 12 games better baseball than you over the course of the rest of the season. It's just not going to happen. It's not. Everybody calm down. No, that's exactly the opposite of what I'm saying. No. (laughs) No. No,
0: poor Mike's right. But Mike, have you not listened to the twin show for the last three months? Good show. The comparison to speed is made constantly. Yeah. Hey, (laughs) Rami. Pop quiz. Twins I'm, lost to the Mets again. What are you going to do? Has cut the brakes. That's been the analogy, basically. We've done the whole speed thing like 18 times. By
1: the way, speaking of the Scorn on Twins show and speaking of uh, all the fun things that we do surrounding the Twins here, they're not helping us by blowing leads in the seventh inning on 0-2 pitches that are left up. But um, <laughs> tomorrow, we are giving away Twins-Yankees tickets for Tuesday, July 23rd. And the only way you can win... Is to have the Score North mobile app. We're calling it Appy Hour between four and six o'clock tomorrow. A four pack of Twins Yankees tickets for the Tuesday, July twenty third. That's a seven ten p.m. game. And all you have to do for your chance to win is open the Score North mobile app between four and six p.m. tomorrow and enter to win. If you don't have the app, no problem. It's free to download. Apple devices, Android devices. You download it. You register. And you enter for your chance to win. And you open the app between 4 and 6 p.m. That's the only window when these tickets will be available. And we
4: Compete against Score North personalities in Majors Fantasy Golf presented by the Meadows at Mystic Lake for your chance to win prizes from Craigens on Gull Lake, Parway Golf, and Chill Boys. The fourth major of the year begins tomorrow, so sign up right now at scorenorth.com, keyword Golf.
5: In other
3: all news. All right, knuckleheads, let's take a break from all the twins' panic and uh, have some fun here. No, I said take a break from the panic. Well, you could take a break from the and panic. And have some fun with Just some beat more, by the uh, Mets. lighthearted news from around the world. Nothing lighthearted about Sorry, today. That was the wrong button. In other oh, news. This comes from Guthrie, Oklahoma. And this story has me confused. Oh, you're stealing mine. Scared and kind of angry. <laughs> Did you have this one? Yes, it's great. I'm going to read the whole story, and you have to. the writer didn't do a great job of giving you... Of, of. I need more details, and I need to know what actually happened in the end of this. Two people were arrested after a traffic stop of a stolen car revealed the two had a rattlesnake, radioactive uranium... And an open bottle of Kentucky Deluxe. Wait, what? Stephen Jennings is charged with possession of a stolen vehicle, transporting an open container of liquor, operating a vehicle with a suspended license, and failure uh, to carry security verification form. Rachel Rivera is charged with possession of a firearm after a former felony conviction. Traffic stop was made at 11 a.m. in a Guthrie neighborhood because the tag was expired. Jennings was in the driver's seat, Rivera in the passenger seat, and in the back seat a pet timber rattlesnake in a terrarium. At about the same time, Jennings told officers he had a gun in the console. Police learned the Ford they were driving was reported stolen. So now he's got a rattlesnake, a stolen vehicle, firearm, and somebody under arrest, (laughs) said Guthrie (laughs) Police Sergeant Anthony Gibbs. Police also found an open bottle of Kentucky Deluxe next to the gun, because where else would the Kentucky Deluxe be? To top it all off, a search of the vehicle revealed a canister of radioactive powdered uranium. When that happens, of course, we call in a company that deals with that specifically and it's taken safely into possession. Their uranium is the wild card in that situation, said Sergeant (laughs) Gibbs. Now, here's the problem. The uranium hasn't resulted in charges Guthrie police are still trying to figure out exactly what the suspects are going to use it for. There are no charges from the rattlesnake either. It happens to be rattlesnake season at the time, so he can be in possession of this rattlesnake because he has a valid lifetime hunting and
1: fishing license. See, I had sort of two questions off this. Number one would be, how many of these things are actually illegal to have?
3: The things that should be the most illegal are apparently not illegal at all. Like, I'm more worried about uranium and a rattlesnake than I am about a gun. A stolen car or a drunk driver. People have pets. The rattlesnake
0: does not concern me. The what uranium, the
3: uranium? What, what do yeah. I care about a rattlesnake? Because this is not; these aren't responsible people. They are now in possession of a rattlesnake. How are they not responsible? How are they? They're driving a stolen car with a bottle of bourbon next to a gun and uranium in the glove compartment. It. Yeah, but the uranium
4: was like covered. The rattlesnake didn't ask for this. The uranium time. was covered. As
3: a guy, is is he that he what you see. just
4: said to me? The uranium was they covered. You responsible
0: to me. The uranium's not a good idea. And you know what? On no. the car thing. You as sure? a
1: as a guy who once no. had his car repossessed out of the work parking lot here at Harvard, okay, there's paperwork things that happen all the time. It's a clerical issue. Yeah,
0: the, I'm only defending one thing here. I, <laughs> the uranium concerns me a lot. The stolen yeah. car is bad, and the gun is probably not
3: appropriate. I'm Let, telling you, the things I'm mo- Griffin, the things I'm most concerned about and seem like the most serious when offenses apparently are not illegal at yeah. all in this in this thing.
1: Well, and the other thing too is like of all these questionable things, you know, if you've got a little. You got some weed, or like people who have things that are found in their cars, I'm like sorry, a, like, weed? A, like a gun. It's icky. Like, no 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 sticky. Oh sticky sticky. Okay? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. You got some sticky here to in your far, car. It's
0: sticky icky on the shelf. Like it's really easy. People usually say, "Oh,
1: it's not mine. It's my cousin's." Right? Of course. But when wait, like you can't say that for all those things. You got a rattlesnake and uranium. My cousins. I don't. It's not mine. Think about you know that. That rattlesnake was that
4: was in here. works with <laughs> uranium because I certainly don't. Think about that, son. See, uranium hasn't resulted in charges. Like if this
3: yes. dude had a dime bag. of the sticky icky on him he would be charged for that but not the uranium that's insane
1: i need to know which black market these people are shopping really it's amazing in other news in other news i'm gonna i'm just gonna this is the one that's the most public so far this week and so i'm gonna go with this one from the daily mail Uh uh-huh because we've seen all over the internet and we've had these being sent out seth has been sending these out on score north this uh aging app (laughs) yeah Security fears over Russian aging app FaceApp as expert warns it can access all of your pictures if you say not to FaceApp puts a filter over your face to augment it look like an old person if you haven't seen this it's like we have a, uh, took pictures of all of yesterday, us yesterday. Yeah. yesterday. At Rami is tweeting. It uses artificial intelligence to edit a picture in your gallery uh, gallery and transforms it to make it look like how you would look if you're older. Right. Experts are concerned that it can access and store images from your camera roll. And here's the thing. The FaceApp viral trend, which takes your picture and reimagines it with like an extra 50 years or so on the clock, may be exposing its users to Russian developers. Experts are okay. warning of security concerns with FaceApp, Made in 2017, which puts a filter over your face, concerns fo- concerns focus around a questionable clause in the app, which can this? access, store, He's and use images without, but hold on a without your permission. So did
0: did Rami put us all in jeopardy? He put his no, he phone put, it in,
1: put himself in jeopardy. He
0: just. You know what? Okay, like how, how do you do you're, this? I'm not susceptible to Russians. Your dad is already out info. there. Your yeah. dad has already been I don't stolen. Even care. Just yeah. you know, calm
3: down, people. The Russians have my info, but he took, he took pictures <laughs> real. He took pictures off <laughs> especially of the, especially info. me off yeah. of a
0: board here yeah. in the office. Yeah, but that so so like what can they even do? That picture's gone out on like billboards about journals. That's, that's like my point. I'm not worried. I'm not concerned. That's my point. You're yeah. fine.
1: So so you're like like you're, what do they can what can they but, do? But that that, that that billboard picture is all over the place, anyways. Yes. So anyone could take a picture of it. Yes. Rami's the one who's screwed here because yeah. the Russians now have
3: access to all the things in Rami's phone. They already do. That's fine. Okay. Fine. I got worried for a second. Then I was like, I got nothing. They got nothing. And what are they going to do? Right. Exactly. Like. Fix the election?
4: <laughs>
3: you get me to vote for the guy who told me to go back where I came from? I don't think that's possible. And then Patrick, think they want and your
0: then eye- Patrick got mad and did the same thing last night. He wants you to th- go back from I don't Chicago. think they want your identity, Rami. We've already known that causes issues. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Dateline, Walhalla, South Carolina. Although this is going to sound very Alabama or Florida-like. A South, Carol- A South Carolina woman who police say was driving drunk will not be cited with a DUI because her vehicle of choice was a toy truck. News outlets (laughs) quote police as saying saying that instead they charged 25-year-old Megan Holman with public intoxication, which seems okay. They say they spotted her cruising down the road in a Power Wheels electric toy truck after a caller reported a suspicious person on the street. Officers say she was driving about a mile from her home in
1: Wallahalla, when they stopped her. It's amazing. How does a a, a grown this is how old was this person? She was twenty five. Or how she does, is twenty five. How does a twenty five year old fit into a power wheels
4: vehicle? Oh you can. <laughs> <laughs> oh I that's that makes me more concerned than the wallahalla woman that Jonathan Harrison so quickly responded, Oh you can. It's amazing.
1: How fast can those things go?
4: Depends. Have you taken? Have you upgraded the batteries on them? You get one. Oh, of those you can like soup of, them up. you can, yeah. can you know, a take a, of Nas or you what? can, what? You can put no. Metal, you can like put. What did
3: they use? Methane.
4: You can put like better, better batteries yeah. on them that make them run faster, and it's awesome. Like really? how fast? I don't know.
1: What's the fastest? Like, could you could you soup one of those things up to go like seventy miles an hour on a freeway? In theory? no, they're
4: plastic wheels. You burn them. Okay, so what's the fastest? <laughs> Probably twenty. <laughs>
1: That's pretty That's fast. That's pretty
0: fast. So yeah. wait, wait, wait.
4: You can so, soup
0: those guys up. So you can soup this up and drive it and not get a Dewey. Have but, you never seen but it? If you, but if you take your lawnmower out, which can go how fast? because it's, it's an actual engine. At These its max speed. But this seems like it could be just as dangerous.
4: Yeah,
1: well, Judd, you think you think putting a cleat on the tarp to catch a fly ball is dangerous?
0: So. <laughs> if Rizzo, you know, you guys would not be laughing about that if he had ended his season like I feared he
3: would. Oh, police department in Loretto, Tennessee, is asking residents to refa- refrain from flushing drugs such as methamphetamine down the toilet to prevent. Meth gators in the Facebook post. The Loretto police department wrote that on Saturday officers executed a search warrant on a home and discovered the occupant trying to flush meth and drug paraphernalia down his toilet. Although the suspect was unsuccessful, the officers used the incident to remind residents of the harm drugs can cause the environment. Folks, please don't flush your drugs. Okay. Our sewer guys (laughs) take great pride in releasing water that is clean. Then... Cleaner than what it is in the creek, but they also are not prepared for meth. The post read ducks, geese, and other fowl frequent our treatment ponds. And we shudder to think what one all hyped up on meth would do. Furthermore, <laughs> we're going to see like gators with missing teeth and stuff. Made right? it far enough. We would create meth gators in shoal creek and the Tennessee river down in North Alabama. They've had enough messed up animals the past few weeks without our help. So if you need to dispose of your drugs, just give us a call and we will make sure they are disposed of in the proper way are
1: we going to see like are we going to see PSAs and infomercials where it's the gator before he or she got on meth and then after the
3: skin is even more scaly
0: (laughs) wait so the authorities if I have this right, the authorities want you to call them up and indict yourself by giving them by saying, "I, I don't want this meth no more."
3: Meth Gators sounds like the perfect follow up to Sharknado. <laughs> doesn't,
0: doesn't it sounds like a ban. But are, but
3: are you telling me that the that they're saying
0: that, that they're saying it's perfectly fine to call them and that they'll come take your meth? I think I think there is. That um, sounds like a live PD sting to me. Is what yeah, that you have sounds to disguise
1: like. your voice for sure. Oh, hello. <laughs>
0: In other news... I'm doing math and playing Fortnite. <laughs> wow.
1: Wow. In other news, this is from NPR.org. Sun exposure is the leading risk factor for developing melanoma. And there's evidence that alcohol consumption is linked to an increased risk of skin cancer as well. Part of the explanation is that when people drink, they tend to be more lackadaisical... <laughs> They're less likely to apply sunscreen and more likely to spend too much time in the sun, be it the beach or the pool. But this isn't the whole story. Quote, the research suggests that alcohol reduces the amount of time you can spend in the sun before you get a burn, explains Aaron White, a senior scientific advisor with the National Institute on Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism. He's not biased. One line of evidence comes from a small study of healthy men conducted in Germany. Researchers measured... How, UV, uh, how much UV light it took to burn their skin after the men consumed about three drinks. It turns out, after drinking alcohol, the amount of UV light it took to burn the skin was significantly less. The more you drink,
3: the more susceptible you are to sunburn. Hmm. Which means, don't go out in the sun. <laughs> what if you're not susceptible at all to sunburn, like myself? I've never sunburned. Ever. You, never? I can spend all day in the sun. I do not burn. Really? I have, are you sure about that? I am of desert people. Yes, I do not burn. So you can have like ten
1: cocktails, walk outside. Well, yeah. you, but you don't take your shirt off. No, but, but I you mean, never. Face, you've never arms. been out
3: in the sun, and the next day it hurts. I might. No, it never hurts. I might get a little red, but then it just turns to brown. It never hurts ever. Right. I've never been sunburned.
1: So you've never had the joy of for I a week use, after
3: sunburn peeling your skin no. off. And I do sometimes. I will but, peel, yes. but again, not painful at all. I still think it's good for you, Rami. I don't even use sunscreen. Don't need it. Yeah. Other that use. that doesn't sound I'm impervious. Insane. That doesn't sound. I am insane. a desert people. You
0: got one more? <laughs> Go back to where you came from then, okay? <laughs> just like just like Trumpy said and Patrick Ricey.
3: <laughs> Do you want one more Ronnie? Yeah. You want to give guys us one seen, more. I think we've all seen it. Man caught with $34,000 worth of cocaine under wig. This is amazing. This it, I know we're on radio but the visual of this is just amazing. The wig is the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen. The guy had, let me see, 11 pounds, a half, a half a kilo of cocaine taped to the top of his head and just plopped. Jonathan, have you seen this? Have you yes, guys seen it's like, like
4: a really bad toupee.
1: The visual is, okay, do, do you guys out there listening, you know who Stan Kroenke is? <laughs> The owner of the Rams, the man who
0: wouldn't let me in the bathroom at TCF Bank yes. Stadium because his security detail
1: yeah. cut off everyone else from going in the yes. restroom. Like that guy has that guy has raccoon pelt on his head. <laughs> Yeah. It's 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 Stan Crunky
3: hair. It's the most of all the ways you can smuggle That's drugs. That's what I was going to say. This is not
0: the way to mule drugs. I th- like we've all seen the movies. We know, all know how you mule drugs. I think
3: it's genius.
1: They search they search your pockets. They search everything. They, they're never going to think to search your hair. You know what my it's genius? You know what my
3: theory is? Because I watch. You guys ever watch the show Locked Up Abroad? No. It's all about st- like every story is somebody who is either tricked or threatened into smuggling drugs for drug lords. I think that's what happened to this guy, and he wanted to get caught. I don't think he wanted to get on that plane. He had to have wanted to get caught. That's the only explanation for what I'm looking at. So it's like
1: taped to his bald head. It's
3: taped to his bald head with the worst toupee you've, like Marv (laughs) Albert's toupee (laughs) sitting on top of like an ostrich egg. That's what he's got. That's what he's got on top of his head. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. He had to have wanted to get caught. My
0: guess is he he was probably told. By the drug lord to swallow them in like plastic
1: bags. Some insurance, probably. I don't know if Federated Mutual Insurance Company can help him. There's a list of different areas of business that Federated protects. Go to federatedinsurance.com to learn about the industries Federated protects. Guessing they probably can't help this guy, but you know they might be able to give some advice to him. Like I don't know, don't put what was it, thirty four half a kilo? Yeah,
3: don't put half half a a kilo kilo. of
1: cocaine on your head. (laughs) Uh, but for business owners out there, you know the ups and downs, the daily problem-solving that goes into running a business, take care of employees, you're grinding every day. It helps so much to have an insurance company that has your back and cares just as much about your day-to-day and your business as you do. It gives you peace of mind as you navigate those challenges. Federated Mutual Insurance Company is about face-to-face relationships more than just a policy. They want more than just the bare minimum for you, and you get more than just the bare minimum from them. You can go to federatedinsurance.com to find your federated marketing representative and benefit from over a century of experience in making businesses as successful as they can be. Federated Insurance, it's our business to protect yours.
4: 5:43 here at score north time for the score north download one thing you can download from us is called minnesota sports rewind it's where we go back and do deep or deep dives into some of the most prominent moments in minnesota sports history including twins and tigers game 163 twins and a's from the 2002 alds some basketball ones here kevin loves 30 and 30 game and kevin garnett's dominating Game seven against Sacramento. It's called Minnesota Sports Rewind on Scorenorth.com, Apple, Spotify, and anywhere you find podcasts. Something else you can do all at our website. Compete against Score North personalities in Majors Fantasy Golf presented by the Meadows at Mystic Lake for your chance to win prizes from Kraigens on Golf Lake, Parway Golf, and Chillboys. The fourth major of the year begins tomorrow. So sign up now at Scorenorth.com. Keyword golf, that's been your Score North download. Now back to Mackie and Jonathan Rami.
1: Thank you, Jonathan. Trevor May has tweeted. Let's bring Pat into this here. We rap with Roycey every day on the show. Uh, the Twins had a 3-2 lead going into the late stages of the game, and they wind up having a position player finish it because they were getting smoked so bad, yeah. Pat. So Trevor May tweets in two parts. He says, I'll be off Twitter for By the way, Trevor May, if you're just getting in your car and done with your workday, Trevor May on an 0-2 pitch hung one to Dominic Smith and gave up a three-run bomb that changed the game in the seventh inning. He said, I'll be off Twitter for a bit. Love you guys. Happy memeing. And then an hour later, he said, that lasted about an hour. I decided to do something different. I enjoy Twitter, and I'm not probably going to ever leave. If I need to be the punching bag on days I deserve it, then so be it. Let me have it. I can take it. And if I gave into the negativity, that would be worse. Uh Your thoughts, Pat Royce?
5: my um, thought should be he should stop hanging curveballs. Yeah. Uh, that would be me. He's done the uh, last two times he's been out. He uh you know you know what Kirby Puckett said, that they are gifts from God, those pitches. And uh, you know, I, I of course asked Rocco about it and he of course uh dodged the question and talked about how uh, many more of the curveballs has been such a good pitch for him and uh it's as many more have not been hit out of the ballpark. Uh well that's not the point. Uh, uh, if you're gonna hang him, you're uh, you and any? You know, he he made it sound like maybe he's unlucky because he hang it, hang hangs it, and the guy hits it out of the park. No, that's what they're supposed to do, right? Hit it out yes. of the park. So it was, it was, uh, yeah, it was bad. And then uh, I, I, my big here's my biggest complaint. I think we got to change the scoring rules because all the runs off Matt McGill were unearned because of Rosario dropping that ball in left field, which was interesting. Uh, but when a guy hits a ball 500, 474 feet halfway up the third deck, I want that run to be earned. Yeah, you earned that. Earn that one. <laughs> For sure. We've got to have a clause. No matter, even if they've made five errors in the inning, when a guy hits one up there, we should have a uh, clause. By the way, Pete Alonso's cousin has been fired. For next year's home run derby, they're bringing Matt McGill in. <laughs> you, should oh. you should have heard that thing; it was just a crack, and it just it was as monstrous a home run as I've seen. It was amazing; it just it went halfway up the third deck, and uh, he hadn't done anything in the series until then. But uh, I would imagine uh, there's three uh, openings on the forty man roster for a reason, and maybe we can. Uh, we can uh, find out if they're going to get a pitcher in the next day or two. Uh, so, obviously, obviously, with uh, you know, there, I thought there was some optimism for Trevor May. Although I think Pete, I think uh, Phil Miller told me he's had three, one, two, three innings this year. So Pat thirty did four not. You
0: know. Did you sense any any? And I know he's not going to say it, but any dismay from? Rocco, after uh, that debacle today, and especially the past two days, which was just brutal baseball. He
5: was, he was asked and uh, said he would keep anything like that between him and the team. But uh, all right, you know, so uh, he did not uh, savage them. I, I don't think. I think he will have a little talk with the boys tomorrow and say uh, the, 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 the Rosario thing uh, really looked bad. It was just a, you know, just a. Sticking his, you know, very casual, sticking his glove out and having to pop out of his glove, and he got the hell boot out of it by the remaining fans. They booted they boot pretty good. They were observant enough to know it was just lazy and careless, not uh, not anything more than that. So,
3: is the general sloppiness of concern to you, Pat, or do you think this is just a lull for the Twins?
5: Well, I think yes, you should be concerned because they, they haven't played as well in the field. Overall they haven't played as well in the field since what? Early June, probably. I mean they more more sloppy plays. You know who looks worse in the field than he did previously? Hmm. Sano yeah, Sano's terrible. He's he, he you know, yesterday, even though they had him playing stupid and had him playing shallow that ball that for the second run yesterday. Today he makes a careless bad throw for no reason and uh I, he, he just looks terrible at third base. And of course he's still as rotten as ever at the plate. So uh, I, I don't know what they're going to do with him. If you can move him, if you, you're talking about trading prospects, I'd rather move him than a prospect. Uh, If I could, and you can, you know, Marlon signed for three years. He can be your third baseman and you can wait for one of these guys to develop, but enough's enough. The guy, uh you know, he strikes out half the time. He, you know, yesterday he was complaining about pitches on the outside. You know, that touch the line on the outside corner, and he's not. He's not. He's so committed to pulling the ball and hitting the ball on the inner half that when they throw those pitches out there, he thinks they're balls. He doesn't go out and get them. He's uh, you know, he needs. You know, he, he's just not going to change. I don't think so. Hey, he Anna, let him I, I, let I, him go and be big poppy. I don't care.
1: Yeah, I feel like today it's it's. It's, it's kind of an injustice that the Twins let these two games slip away after one of the greatest at-bats I think any of us have ever seen. Luis yep. Arise last Isn't night, it? comes in cold off well, the bench, 0-2, facing 99 miles an hour, and fouls a bunch of pitches off and draws a walk. That was amazing.
5: It was, but uh, Rocco said that he didn't think many people on the planet could have an at-bat like that uh, before, the, uh, before the game. He was... Uh, he was effusive in his uh, praise about the at-bat. And I saw that Koski had tweeted out that he thought it was one of the greatest at-bats he'd ever seen. Yeah. And it was all of that, and it certainly gave inspiration to his team today, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Yeah. yeah, they really <laughs> yeah it was a heck of a performance. They, ju- they jumped on the little guy's back uh, and, uh, uh, you know, handed the game away, so... But yeah, it wasn't all but a bat, and it's going to be very interesting. He's, I think, he's got to play until he, you know, someday he goes over ten or something like that. I went and talked to Wilson Ramos today about uh, we're, we're nearing the nine year anniversary of when they when uh, yeah. they traded him because they thought they <laughs> needed a, a reliever to uh, punch things up down the stretch. The great you Matt Capps. I I just looked it up. Rauk? Roush was 21 out of 25 yeah. on saves yeah. when they made the trade. And he wasn't, I mean, his ERA was three. And uh, it wasn't, he wasn't terrible. But I know what one of the twins told me, nobody on the team had any confidence in him. But, you know, and then you went and got Matt Capps, who wasn't bad, to close out that season. It was just the next year that everybody remembers him for.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, you just uh, did, but you didn't need it. Like Matt Caps didn't help you win the division, and then he didn't. He didn't no. pitch in any of the. He might have gotten into one of the Yankees games, but certainly not as a in a save situation. You know,
5: they were one and a half. They I didn't realize. I thought they were a little bit ahead, but they were one and a half out when they made the trade. They were behind the White Sox by one and a half, and then they ended up winning it by six or seven. Really, they were by far the best. They were by far the best team in the division. But uh, they apparently, I think, Guardy was in a complete panic, and they made that trade. Uh, You know what, though, the Mets are. When you go in that locked clubhouse and look around with the pitchers they got and some of the ballplayers they got, they are one of the great underachievers in baseball this year. You know, everybody's talking about the Cubs being not as good as they should be, but that team's not shouldn't be bad. But they are.
1: Yeah, Robinson Cano. How how many years are left on that contract? Oh,
5: (laughs) I don't know what I thought. Wanted, uh, and as and you said wanted, last
0: night, Pat, this guy was a Hall of Famer with the Yankees. He was oh. a Hall of Fame talent.
5: Yes, and uh, we should have known there was something goofy about him when he he could have stayed in New York and continued to win, and decided to sign with Seattle for to get the extra twenty million or whatever it was. So I, I don't, yeah. Now he's just he's hitting like two forty five. He does not give a damn. Yeah, it was. Uh, they had thirty five thousand there today. They announced it was a, a nice crowd, nice afternoon. They were ready to have a good time, but woofda. It was uh, not good.
3: <laughs> they were disappointed to say the least. <laughs> it turned so fast mm-hmm. too. Like Phil said, you had three a three run lead going into the latter part of the game, and all of a sudden it just blew up in your face. Yeah, it was. Uh...
5: By the time I, by the way, I just looked at uh, was looking at the scoreboard and the team coming to town. Oakland, which is one of the hottest teams in baseball, they had 11 or 12 runs already today with a few innings left to play. So uh, mm. the boys better uh, cinch it up here. Uh, this, uh, this, this 0-2 start in the nine-game homestand against the worst of the three teams, it's, uh, it could be a cause for a little bit of concern. Fortunately, as I said on Twitter, we know one thing. The boys are going to battle their tails off tonight to try to keep the lead (laughs) in five games. They're going for their second. They're going for their – they got pride, man. They're going for their second victory in 12 games against Cleveland. They're going to be out there (laughs) fighting tonight for you, Twins. These boys are going to go get them for you. The poor,
0: yeah. the poor guy. They, they should, they, should, He should just resign. I mean, he shouldn't put Why? up
1: with this. He makes cr- millions of dollars going solve. He, he knew when he was he getting was into. The catering
5: is. is worth the fine. job alone. <laughs> the caterer. Fine. Why would you resign when you know that they're probably going to let you go at the end of the year
0: and you get paid for it? Yeah, okay. Well, I'd just rather no. go home no. to my ranch yeah. and my, my RV make- and drive around and think about what the hell just happened to me. You free me food? Kid.
3: Yeah,
5: man. <laughs> Oh yeah, no. uh, I'm with Pat yeah, they're, God, they're awful i They were five and twenty in June, and they're playing worse in July yeah. <laughs> they're unbelievable. How about Pat having 30. to
0: wait two and a half hours last night as as we said and you tracked it on your on the weather app yeah. two and a half hours for Guardy's team to get back
5: on the field to get their butts <laughs> thoroughly whooped the, instead of just uh, half they were behind. They were behind seven 0 all and had to wait two and a half hours to finish the game. So yeah.
1: Well good. we'll That's see good. uh we'll see if the twins can uh this is the first time they've lost three games in a row all year. We'll see if they can turn it yes. around.
5: Pat, well know, there's uh Miller Miller was doing a chart and there's only about eight, nine there's only seven or eight teams that have gone longer into a season uh, without a three game losing streak. Yeah. We'll anyway. see
1: we'll see you tomorrow, Pat.
5: Okay, Pete Alonso's ball might land any minute. now.
1: Yeah, Don't look out.
5: <laughs> oh, my
0: yeah. God, look out! <laughs> <laughs> I'd right, see a fat One of the great bodies in professional sports right now. Pete Alonzo. Pete Alonzo makes, makes Rami, Judd Zolgad, Phil Mackey feel
3: good about themselves.
1: Hey, question for you guys. So, takes where, more
3: than that for me.
1: Where would you guess the Twins rank defensively this um, season in defensive runs saved? So there's a defensive um, plus minus. I'm, Buxton, I'm going to say
3: gonna seventh in all of baseball. <sighs> Buxton's going to skew it, but I would say twelfth. They're third. Wow. But they're but they make a ton
1: of errors. They've made a lot of errors and their like their errors well, lead to runs. And if Buxton's playing, it changes the dynamic completely. Yeah, they are second in outfield defense Let's not forget to the Dodgers. That
0: Kepler last night, I think he accidentally basically spiked the ball into the ground. He did.
1: That was on ridiculous. The fly. So that that's underrated. That that was very much Buxton probably throws up for grabs at home plate. And Buxton throws that guy out for sure. And that might have been the game. But don't panic. Nobody panic. Everything's fine. Yeah
0: the same exact thing, Towering Inferno, that they said. Everybody, remain calm. We're on the top floor. We'll be fine. It's Next so thing you know, the, the Breaches Boy is out. People are falling from great... You, you need to calm down. You need The elevator's exploding. Need- Have you ever seen Towering Inferno? Some of O.J. Simpson's greatest work. You need some sticky icky.